This is the Glasses by Day Geek by Night podcast. I'm Matt and today I'm going to be giving you some geek news. So first off, I'm going to start talking about Super Smash Brothers. So a Super Smash Brothers film has allegedly been pitched to Illumination or by Illumination. So with the success of Super Mario Brothers, they'll be silly not to squeeze every drop of awesomeness out of this universe. The only issue that I have with is it that they seems that they could be doing other projects first. I know that they have a live action Zelda possibly in the works, but I feel like they could expand on Donkey Kong as he was in the movie. It almost feels like they're running before they can walk. It's like they've missed out the the first two Avengers movies in Civil War and just jumped straight to Infinity War. That said, I do like the idea of having loads of characters to choose from. They also have hundreds of hours of Pokemon TV shows and movies to pick from, Final Fantasy, other things like that. They, you know, realistically, Nintendo have a plethora of characters. I kind of feel like it might be have a little bit of a Wreck-It Ralph kind of a vibe to it, especially if they have characters from like Animal Crossing interacting with Donkey Kong or Kirby. Um, I'll definitely keep my eyes peeled for any other news about it. Not specifically looking forward to it, but it's not you know it's not the worst thing on my bucket list this uh, this time round. So Henry Cavill has got his wish. Warhammer four forty thousand universe plans are moving forward with Prime Video. Um, this is films and TV series, so I don't know how I really feel about this. I had I had to go with Warhammer thing back in the day when I was a kid. The, uh, I think after I realised that I couldn't paint for shit, I decided it wasn't for me. Um, I suppose it's like anything like this. It it has a universe of its own. It's been around since 1983. It has eight main warring factions within its universe, and um, with its own law. You know, it's it has its own evolution over the years, which means yeah, you know, it might mean that we get some stories from different timelines. I'm not sure how they're going to go about it. Um, I just know that Henry Cavill feels that after 20, 20 odd years in the business that he's now qualified to be jumping in to try and help this universe become what he wants it to be. Uh, I'm not excited for it, but I sure will give it a go. Right, so the MCU, MCU rumour will, nah, the MCU rumour mill keeps churning things out of, um, out any concrete evidence. Apparently Spidey 4 is supposed to be the, the MCU's answer to keeping it real. Spidey 4 is apparently going to be MCU's street-level Captain America Civil War. Don't get me wrong, I, I would love nothing more for it to get Spidey back to his roots, but I'm just not sure that they haven't just diverged too much from the original source material to backtrack now. The kid fought aliens before he'd even really fought his own villains. Vulture doesn't count. I'm not having it. That was basically his girlfriend's dad. He wouldn't have even found out about him if he hadn't have asked her to go to Homecoming. And then gone to her house instead of just picking her up and taking her to um, to the dance. I just kind of think, yeah, he looked out on even finding out who Vulture was at that point. Um, it looks like Daredevil will play a role in the movie, um, with it taking place not long after the events of Daredevil Born Again. So, Charlie Cox, what can we say about him? He's He plays the long game. He was cancelled, for God's sake, and he's still come back. So, Charlie Cox, he's always been great at playing Matt Murdock in the Netflix series, so I have high hopes for him. So, presumably, Spidey 4 will pit Spidey and Daredevil against Wilson Fisk. Let's be honest, Vincent D'Onofrio is brilliant in the part. You know what I mean? He, yeah, he encompasses um, Wilson Fisk, Wilson Fisk, Kingpin of Prime for me. Um Kingpin of crime, not prime. That's a different thing altogether. Um, that said, with uh, Marvel recently having released the story arc Gang War, 
it would be a shame if something on that scale couldn't be done in the films, in the TV series, using street-level New York heroes. In my eyes, I feel like the best thing the MCU could do, especially for the TV series at the moment, is bring back the Netflix heroes. Even Iron Fist, I can I, I can live with him in the second series. He wasn't too bad. Luke Cage was decent. Jessica Jones was on par with Daredevil, if not better in some parts. I'll always be excited for a Spider movie, whether it's good or bad. What can we say? So, Marvel's X Men reboot is allegedly female focused, which I have absolutely no issue with a female focused X Men film. They have so many badass female characters that it, you know, they should get the spotlight. You know, Storm, Kate Pride, Jean Grey, Psylocke, Rachel Grey, Jubilee, just to name a few. Great, awesome, brilliant. But if they're doing it to fill some sort of quota in the MCU, then they need to get a grip. Even Buffy had males on her team. Most of the women were uber-powerful, while they, the Xander of the group was there for comedic value. Kind of feel like they could go in some sort of that direction where the females are more powerful. Let's be honest, I feel like if you look at a lot of the females in the MCU, they're pretty powerful in comparison with the males. I feel like they, they've wrote them that way. They've, they've you know... And... Do they really need to do an all-female X-Men team? I just don't really get that kind of thing. Um, Sinister is pegged to be the villain of the movie, which to me is a good shout. Good villain, and his storylines lead to other good stories. So I kind of feel like you can't really go wrong with Sinister. Um, well, they can. I suppose they, they could have like the X-Men apocalypse thing with um, yeah, the really bad makeup for the... Apocalypse and yeah, yeah. So they could go wrong. Hopefully they won't. I think the MCU will hopefully do it right. Um, one thing that's got me a bit, yeah, uh, bit kerfuffle by the whole thing is that I think that it'll be a mistake by Marvel to forget the source material. You know, X Men First Class, the film, while it was a great film, ignored the source material just like the original X Men movie did. It brought in characters to fit the story rather than characters being there and the story unfolds around them. Um, I think it would be a mistake to ignore the original the original X-Men. You know, if they do a shout-out to them, great, I'm on board with that. If they ignore them altogether, then I'm going to be a little bit pissed off. That said, a Storm-led team would be pretty cool, although making it an all-female team just doesn't seem that diverse to me. Um, what else have we got? We have... I'll go on to Jonathan Majors in a minute, but I'll talk about Reacher for a second, all right? So, the first three episodes of Reacher Season 2 dropped last week on Prime Video. I loved it. Definitely worth a, definitely worth a watch. I won't give too much away. I'll, I'll probably re- review it in some capacity once it's finished. But, uh, yeah, great, great first three episodes. Just as much carnage, if not more, as the first season. Um, he's great in the role. His supporting cast are really good. We've got some really good new characters in there. You've got Maria Stenbach as Francis Neely. Sorinda Swan's in there from... Um, spinning a few roles. She was in Smallville as um, Zantana. She was in Graceland. Yeah, other things like that. We've got um, Sean Sipos um, from Krypton in there. He's pretty decent in it. And a load of other people. Do you know what I mean? I kind of feel like it's looking to be a really good series. So if you haven't watched season one or if you haven't watched the latest three episodes of Reacher, what are you waiting for? Get on it. Right, so the biggest news this week is that it's, you know, finally Jonathan Majors has been sacked from Marvel. It, it comes as no surprise that Majors has been let go um, of his Kang duties by Marvel after the guilty verdict in his domestic violence trial. 
where he's charged with reckless assault and harassment. I, I kind of feel like it was inevitable. It, it's a shame for the MCU. I get that, you know what I mean? Yeah, that he couldn't keep his personal life in check, but hopefully his victims get the help that you know, she needs and that he gets the help he needs. Um, this probably means that Doctor Doom will be making his MCU debut much sooner than he was supposed to, as the Avengers Kang Dynasty is sure to be scrapped, unless they deem it fair to recast the role. And if I'm honest, I kind of feel like they could well recast this role. You know, the, you know, the variants and all sorts of Kang. I kind of feel like, you know, I get that they've made a point of making it out that, you know, like Kang variants are just, uh, are, are just him. I get that. But realistically, they could go on and, you know, sort this out. They could make a Kang variant. Could be anyone. You know what I mean? And just go from there. So, if you could give me a like or a follow, you could follow me on my socials. So, I'm on Instagram as geekbynightpod. Um, give me a follow. Give me a like. Tell me how good I am. Tell me how bad I am. Tell me if you want me to talk about something in particular. And I'll try and get on it. I'm Matt, and this has been Geek News for the Glasses by Day Geek by Night podcast. Thanks for listening.